Greetings on this wet and windy Monday Eve. This is the final save point with Mark. And Ben, how you doing? I'm uh, not too bad. Oh, I can not confirm it bad. is both of those things you just I mean, said. yeah, I've not actually had to go outside today. You had to come in. I've been like nice and comfy in my <laughs> cocoon that I've lived in for the last like, it's what, nine months now. How long cold. has it been? Uh, four years. <laughs> you just like look at the clock. It's been like, fuck, four years? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like Twilight Zone episode. I'm too comfortable. <laughs> I got too comfortable. <laughs> um, so, yeah, here we are. Still in like some form of lockdown and... Uh, Still, ga- still gaming. A slightly still, different form still now, I think. Well, it seems to be. Ch- I've, I've lost. I've lost track. If I'm honest with you, we, we, we didn't. We effectively level up. We're like number two now. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, Liverpool are doing better than us. Is yep. like worse than us. Greater Manchester. Yeah, I'm on level it. three. Oh no, yeah. yeah, it kind of sucks. But and then moan it's like, oh yeah, we're not getting given as much money. I'm like, yeah, well, you're a higher level character now. You just have to beat more enemies. <laughs> <laughs> like 400 low level goblins will easily pay for food for like a week <laughs> uh, but yeah no despite that I'll, I'll stand with Manchester good on you yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. Um, it is yeah, grim yeah. in parts of the country but um, yeah since, uh, since we started on the old Covid talk it's probably the most cliche uh, thing for any podcast at the moment or any current affairs <laughs> shall we go straight into it's like what we both watched that come out a few days ago it's yes. got quite a big focus on the quarantine yep and what I want to know is was it started did production start after the quarantine lockdown so that was written in or did he have to adapt well having not looked it up I'm pretty sure judging by the conference I mean we're gonna we're, we're, we're talking about we're talking about Borat and probably going to say some things that are going to spoil it, I guess, if you really want to watch I it. I just did. Yeah, but more. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, uh, no, I think, judging from there's a part where he goes to that conference, uh, some of the stuff they were saying, it's like early, early. But that's COVID, what I'm thinking. Right? So, do you, Especially in did America. He, he, did he literally start producing it like in January or something, or just before Christmas, I reckon? And then, obviously, he's had to adapt the plot. Because I don't know whether he could have got all that footage if he was filming as COVID was spreading. True. It's like, I feel but like... I think a lot of it... Yeah, a lot of it happened probably before the lockdown and... Di- di- yeah, so that's... Because towards the end of the film... It, yeah, because all of a sudden the shift started when he yeah. goes and stays with those two blokes. Uh, who are they? I don't know. I want to know who these are guys they, are. Yeah, well, they, they, I think it's hard to tell, isn't it? It always has been with his stuff. But, that's um, the best thing about it. I feel like if, the, the, if you can't tell... The fact is, earlier in the film, though, they did the whole conceit, didn't they? That obviously people recognised Borat in the US after the first film. <laughs> so the fact that he then managed to find someone in the middle of a lockdown yeah. that didn't know who he was and go and stay with them I mean, and stay, they kind in char- of... stay in character for like a week or however long he was there for... <laughs> They kind of strike me as two people that wouldn't really know who he was anyway. Yeah, maybe. I mean, I mean, they seemed alright. I mean, the fact that he was just like, "Can I come stay with you?" Did lockdown? I'll say, "Yeah, all right." Like, it's, pr- it's probably annoyingly. I wonder how many people he had to ask on the street before someone let him. It looked like it was just that one guy. I mean, I'm not. I've seen people complain about this. Going, "Oh yeah, but he just he just does this. He does that. He edits things." It's like, yeah, it's a piece of entertainment. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's, a it's not presenting this as a as a piece of like news <laughs> or an in depth like interview with these people. It's a piece of entertainment where he's wound people up. It's yeah. like, yeah. I, I think a lot of like like those guys. They're probably then they're, they're probably not actors, but are kind of unknowingly being coerced into playing a certain role. Yeah, I think that's that's obviously probably what it is. A lot of them have signed their release before. That's, uh, he does that yeah before he does the piss people. take and then yeah. Was, yeah then it's uh, a case of he can use it because of how he's worded the contracts yeah As, again I don't mind that I, don't... I should mention as well I watched um, I watched the first one yes as well. so I like didn't the get the day before 
not not as any kind of like lead up. It's just I happened to be with someone that wasn't that hadn't seen the first one, so we sort of watched that, and then I watched the next one the next day. And I can there are a couple of differences, like um like in his accent. Okay, his accent's a lot softer I in the second film, like, like a lot easier to understand. I mean, he is in disguise a lot of the time yeah. in the film, so that kind of makes sense. Yeah, yeah. But, it's um, not a bad thing. Just yeah, a, it, it was just definitely more... I, I don't know, even though obviously you had the whole COVID thing in the middle, uh, it definitely seemed more structured plot-wise despite that. Yeah. It's, uh, was it? Was the beginning bit filmed in Kazakhstan again? No, it's Romania. Oh. I think it was filmed in Romania the first time. Oh, it, was it? it? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I don't okay. think it's filmed in Kazakhstan at all. Because <laughs> they're the best bits to figure out who's in on it and who's not. Like, just looking at the background and seeing, like, random villagers. <laughs> pretty sure they're not in on it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't know, though. I mean, obviously, we go overseas, his sons are that. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, obviously proper actors, but yeah. <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> my name I... is Jeffrey Epstein now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's pretty timely. Yeah, I mean, obviously, uh, I, I've seen that's causing quite a bit of a division in terms of reviews. I think people don't like that it's kind of come out so close to the American election, and obviously, as Trump's solicitor in there, I mean, Isn't I, everyone's I ease of getting upset about it the whole point of it. Yeah, in general. Yeah. I mean, I, again, I haven't gone back and watched the first one in a long time, but, I mean, you have. I mean, what was that in terms of... Was that particularly partisan in terms of who it took the piss out of? Uh, it was really broad. Like, yeah. it wasn't any any kind of one I don't direction. recall it being particularly focused on, like, one side of politics, but, I mean... Well, even in, in this one, he, he, he goes to see some Republican congressmen, but then he also goes to see some feminists. Yeah. And yeah. everyone is kind of fair game... <laughs> That bit with oh, the, thing. the woman that's uh, like, like coaching her to bad to be ladylike. Yeah. That, oh, mate, that was fucking brilliant. It's like an open a bottle with my small hole. It's like, yeah, don't do <laughs> I don't know if it quite trumps the etiquette lesson from the first film. <laughs> now, where he talks to those, he has that really high society dinner party. <laughs> he just goes and shits in the bag. Yeah, where do I put this? <laughs> and he invites the prostitute round. <laughs> and that's yeah. when they call the police and like chuck oh, him out. I forgot about that, yeah. Um, yeah, that girl, the girl that played his daughter, though. Mate, she's pretty up for it. Yeah. Like, went <laughs> like, for it, jumps in, feet first. Great, great comedy performance from her. Like, well, she's at, she's uh, not been in anything. No, much. it's a Bulgarian actress. Yeah, yeah. Not, like, But to be, again, like, next to Borat. Oh, yeah. Where he's yeah. doing his, because he's like, he's like the epitome of a character, right? And she's got to be next to him. Yeah. As an unknown yeah. and keep up. Yeah, I think did. she kind of definitely does. That. Oh, I think she did it really yeah, well. Yeah, yeah, I mean, smashed it. And even like I say, the fact that she had a lot of scenes by herself where she was winding people up as yeah. well. Like, so the, yeah. the fact that she's got that skill. I mean, I wonder how long it took him to search for somebody. I think kind of... it's probably a bit easier because her character, you know, would smile and laugh at some stuff sometimes because she's a little bit sort of innocent, doesn't really know what's going on. Yeah. Like Sasha Baron Cohen, his whole thing is, is you've got to keep a straight face. Yeah, while you're yeah, talking to that's people. true. Yeah. <laughs> Whereas she can kind of let out a smile. There were a couple of bits I noticed where she was really struggling. Like, towards the end where she was showing the woman the book, she was really struggling to not laugh. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. As I would be. <laughs> the daughter's owner's manual. <laughs> so that was brilliant. It's <laughs> a story about a girl who touched herself and turned inside out. Yeah. <laughs> so when you meet her later, it's like, I touched my vagina, how do you escape from your asshole? <laughs> oh, yeah, there were, like I say, there were enough lines in it like that. It just, oh. There yeah. were... She was in the centre of a couple of bits that were a little bit uncomfortable. I mean, I don't. I wasn't particularly well. 
I was, but not to the point of some other things that made me uncomfortable. Most mm. of it, I was just in stitches. Yeah, I was. I was both. Which I, I mean, you know, me and you're the same. We like, you know, the whole cringy humour. Mm, yeah. And yeah, pushed it. It's where you're laughing through, through like looking at my through my hand at the TV screen, but laughing at the same time. Oh yeah, no, I didn't find anything was that bad. Oh, there was the dance. The dance. <laughs> that was brilliant. Yeah, it was. It was. It was funny, but it was also oh, I knew. Like I, I said to you earlier, I knew, I knew it was. You coming. knew it was coming. Yeah, I knew it, it was says coming. it before. Actually. Yeah, you know <laughs> what's going to happen. <laughs> but but it's the, <laughs> the bit before that, where he's talking to the other guys. Oh yeah, how much do you think my daughter's worth? So oh, five hundred dollars. And then, and then, then <laughs> his, his daughter starts giving him grief. <laughs> First of all, five hundred. Really? That seems low for someone like him to assign someone like her, right? Five hundred. I, I just imagine him just throwing wads of money at women. So five hundred seems. I mean, where was that? Georgia. I was like, I think probably <laughs> around about that sort of area. Where, uh, like, the bit where they went to go and see that pasta birth control place. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I well, didn't not birth that. control. I, like I, a yeah, I didn't realize. That. I thought it was like an actual like a um, proper clinic, but it's yeah. not. Was it? It was. Like I had to go back because of how he was reacting. I was like, oh, and I went back, and it, yeah, it's pasta. He's a pasta uh, at okay, this like so Christian it's, right. medical clinic. Oh, uh, right, okay. That's why obviously he was. <clears> yeah, <laughs> that's like gives it a whole another layer of. Oh, oh right, yeah, again, that was that, brilliant. That, that was brilliant. That was so <laughs> it was like, but again, that bloke was like, yeah, it doesn't matter how it happened. It's like, no, I'm sure you should report that. I'm <laughs> 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 Pretty sure you need to report that to the police. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, it's, it's yeah. it had an air of like of brass eye about it this time around more so than the first time. The fact that they kind of framed it more about him and her being like, or him being a journalist and her wanting to become one, I and like yeah. the one guy playing different characters. Yeah, I suppose he. I guess it was. He had a practice run of that, didn't he, with that Who is America? Yeah. Were Which, there any crossover characters? There were not. Yeah. No. Because well, that's, that's what I didn't realise. I read that thing, you know where he goes to the anti-mask march and he starts playing those songs? Yes. Um, I'd read about that actually a few months um, ago, but I didn't read the full story because that said that he snuck in, did the songs on stage and then snuck back in as a journalist. But I didn't realise because obviously she was playing the journalist. I assume he probably then played one of her team after he got kicked out. Okay. Yeah. But <laughs> those songs are brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> Again, the fucking it, geezer do, uh, full on does the sick hile in the crowd as well. I was like, fuck you, hell. <laughs> this is like, <clears throat> this is how I think is the best thing, his absolute thing that he does that no other person that does this kind of thing does is to just get people to say horrible things mm. that they genuinely believe. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's like in that Who is America, he literally destroyed one um, like representative or senate. Oh, I lose track of American politics, like reputation, didn't he, to the point he had to step down. So he had him, he had him like, with his trails around his ankle, chasing him around, shouting, uh, like, the, N- the N-word. <laughs> just, it, was, it was just the way he got him, though. It's like, no, I didn't talk to me that. That is a horrible word. <laughs> <laughs> but, see, yeah, if you didn't watch much now, I'd, I'd go back and watch it. It's funny. See, not unlike uh, the whole cake fiasco from Brassai. Or even the cake fiasco in that. Just the fact <laughs> that we would just put that on top of the cake without even questioning it. <laughs> so I just, yeah, just make an anti-Semitic chocolate cake. One thing I definitely noticed is it makes people... There's a few bits where it's like him and his daughter are just talking yeah. in a shop or outside. Everyone around them is just giving them the worst evils. <laughs> it's like, why? They're only talking. They're not, I mean, this is one of the few times where they're not doing anything gross yeah, or yeah. reprehensible. But I liked it. 
No, I don't. Quite a lot. Yeah, like it. I say, a couple of uncomfortable bits. But I, I mean, it's, Sasha Baron Cohen film is always going to have uncomfortable bits. I think it's just. I mean. Oh, can, can we mention the empowered women conference towards the end? Of oh, the, what the, yeah, yeah, yeah. That bit had me absolutely in stitches. <laughs> that bit, her like her speech that she gave to everybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Coming out of the bathroom, <laughs> and like their reaction to it as well like the one woman who was just like I'm ending this and her way of ending it was just a clap yeah yeah clap really loudly everyone else will join in go yeah oh uh... and uh, the the the, uh, we could talk about the big twist at the end (laughs) Kazakhstan calls the coronavirus yeah (laughs) (laughs) just calls Borat to cause it see like you say that's got a that strikes me as something maybe they worked in after the fact well I guess at some point probably they did like Things change and they had to re yeah. kind of script the end of it. It's funny because that's now obviously two uh, like corona special things that have come out where one of the lead characters has been involved in spreading coronavirus because uh, it was Randy in the South Park corona, uh, special, weren't it? Yeah. What else? Who else has done a corona special? Is it just. I mean, technically the Borat film isn't, but. Uh, I mean, South Park have been known to pretty quickly oh, churn something out, right? Yeah, if- Mythic Quest did a lockdown special quite early on. Mythic Quest, Mystic Quest, the uh, the Apple TV show of Mob McCoy. Yeah, yeah, I've, I've seen, seen it. it. No, it's actually quite funny. Okay, is it slow to start? I've heard a couple of people say it's not great, but then I I wonder if I they didn't really think gave so. It to I, I I thought it was pretty good from the get go. It, it's definitely one of those shows, a bit like Silicon Valley, where the more you're into gaming and pay attention to like industry news and stuff like that, the more you'll get out of the humour. Okay. I mean, I'm sure that um, Rob McElroy is just basically playing a version of Neil Druckmann. <laughs> it's like the, the, the fucking um, black turtleneck jumper, the big beard, the air pulled back. Like, it proper looks like him. I saw him in an interview recently. He's a, he's a funny fucker. Oh, Rob yeah, McElroy. yeah. But yeah, I'd, I'd say give that a watch. But. Yeah, they. I think their first series got cut short or something because of the production, and then like a few weeks into the lockdown, they did an episode that was entirely filmed with like first-person conversations on Zoom and stuff like that. Okay. It's quite funny, but yeah, it's really good. I mean, because you got obviously Robert Kelly in it, Danny Pudi's in it as well, and he plays like he's like the money man that's always trying to like sneak in more monetization into the games and stuff <laughs> like that. So it's, it's fun to see him play a villain. Um, it's got the uh, Ashley Birch. Does a lot of voice acting for games. She's actually, yes, yeah, I know, she's I in know it. who you're talking about. Yeah. yeah, I got there in the end. Um, there's quite a few actors in it that have turned up in Always Sunny as bit parts in various episodes. But yeah, yeah, that's uh, a lot of people. As I say, that's it's quite. It's, I would definitely recommend people watch that. I mean, uh, obviously, it's, it's on Apple TV, so your options are. <laughs> Let me have a quick think. No, never owned an Apple product. No. Um, I think you could subscribe to Apple TV without an Apple product. But, no, I'm no. not going to start now. Yeah, but I mean, it's it's worth it for that. That's, that's what I'm saying. So. I'm, I've been accidentally staunchly anti-Apple my entire life, so might as well carry on. <laughs> I'm nothing if not consistent. Yeah, definitely yeah. not logical. Yeah, so you but yeah watch, definitely watch Borat. I think. Yeah, so, so I think Borat gets a big thumbs up from the side yeah, or save yeah. point. Do you? For, for sure. It's like, yeah, your, your mileage may vary depending on your own personal tastes. Uh, always, do you like but, seeing thin-skinned yeah. people who have it come in, get the shit ripped out of them? Then, you know, watch it. It's funny. But yeah, I, I thoroughly enjoy it. I, it's, it's definitely something that I think people could use right now. Cause yeah, it's, exactly. Like, no film or TV show has had me in stitches like that for a long time. Yeah, and uh, it's quite aptly timed. Yeah. Uh, so are you, what, are you watching anything else this week aside from that? Films-wise or TV uh, shows? What? No, actually, I've been kind of slow on stuff lately. Since the boys ended, I haven't really got yeah, around to watching uh, too much. 
Now, the new series of Star Trek Discovery started. Uh? Which... Uh? First episode was... Now, is that a good raspberry no. or a bad raspberry? Oh, well, well it's... Because it's a... I can say, even looking at your face, I was It was. It was, was, it, was it, it exists. Uh, uh, it wasn't it. terrible. Okay. It wasn't terrible, but it wasn't amazing. And it was probably one of the most Abrams-feeling episodes since they've brought the show back. And, okay. Yeah. Does he have anything to do with it? No, but Alex Kurtzman does. Oh, all right. Okay. He's, like, showrunning the whole franchise now. Right. Um. Yeah, like, this really horrible action scene in the middle that was just, oh, just so over the top. Just was starting. Second episode, on the other hand, hmm. turn, comes around. And because of the plot in this series that they've travelled through time between series to like the year 3189 or something, it's like well further than any Star Trek's been. Uh, and they got separated by a year when they got there. So Michael Burnham, the main character, um, was not in an entire episode. And you know what? It might well have been the best episode <laughs> of Star Trek Discovery they've made so far. And I feel bad because Sonika Martin-Green is not a bad actress, but Michael Burnham is a shit character. Wow, that shit. <laughs> yes. Damn, everyone, you should have seen the, the fist on the table moment then. It was, wasn't I got shivers. It was more of a... It was a... <laughs> I was, no, I was, trying to, I was trying to do you a favour. I was trying to make you sound like absolute just... Yeah, this is the how I feel. It was a foot caught in a wire moment. How am I sounding? Oh, I still look alright. Um, yeah, that's how few to edit out. But yes. <laughs> yeah. You wish. As I was saying. You wish. <laughs> Michael Burnham, yeah. She's just, I don't, everything is just centred around her in the first two series. It's like every plot, every, uh, every sort of like little detail. In Whereas, fairness to her, I found everyone around her just as annoying in the first series. The difference is though, all those other characters have had some development in the background, like throughout the last couple of series, and you know they've grown on me a lot more. Because okay. yeah, I didn't like much of the cast at the start, but so now I actually quite like a lot of the other cast. Not all of them; some are still irritating. Um, Tilly, like yeah. the Teddy Girl, she's like horrible, like Joss Whedon style character who doesn't belong anywhere near Star Trek. But people, some <laughs> people like her. But um, like yeah, Suru now that he's captain, he's he's awesome. Like, is he the alien? The big uh, tall bloke that Doug uh, Jones plays. Doug Jones, that's yeah. it. Yeah, um, yeah he's, they've, he's really come on as a character. They've changed him up quite a bit, and now he's captain of the ship, and he, he's quite a good captain. Like, his performance in this first episode, I'd rank him up there. <laughs> um, the Stamets and Culber, the, uh, like the well, engineer and the doctor, they're all right. Like, it's a bit bland, their plot. But I mean, they're unoffen- inoffensive. Like, well, unless you're homophobic, then they're probably really offensive. But like, you should know by now, Mark, that I'm very hom- homophobic. Oh yeah. No. Yeah. But I thought you were hobophobic. You were scared of homeless people. Look, as <laughs> as many as many as I can notch onto my phobic, then you know, as <laughs> many as I can for, get. Going for the full collection. Absolutely everything. Oh, I will this, single I out nobody. We're gonna get cancelled in no time. But I'm cancel phobic. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, people can't. <laughs> Um, yeah, um, they've. Do you know the comedian Tignataro? No. American comedian? I don't think so. Uh, Short haired, like middle aged girl. A girl, woman. So. <laughs> I was going to say Bird. Bird is my natural first go-to choice, but I'm oh. aware. I'm aware oh. that I'm aware that outside of East London and Essex, <laughs> people don't react to that world because people always get like shirty about it when I say it on Reddit. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm trying to moderate. I'm, I am trying to moderate myself to be more um, like politically acceptable to everyone else listening. But it, sometimes it may still slip through. <laughs> I might edit in a Metal Gear Solid alert Ding. noise just after you said that. <laughs> but. Um, 
<laughs> yeah, no, she uh, she came in playing a new engineer character last series, and she's been a good addition. Um, and the plot now, the whole idea that they've kind of travelled to further than we've seen in Star Trek before, and there's been like not a not a dystopian disaster that's destroyed everything, but a kind of um, resource sort of issue that's made space travel a lot more kind of prohibitively expensive than it was in the older eras. So okay. things have become a bit more disconnected, and the Federation's like kind of fractured because it can't they can't communicate and travel around that well. It's an interesting premise. 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 Yeah, premise. Mm. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so we'll see how it goes. But I mean, I'm not hating this series yet. But I went back and watched a little bit of series two um, before this series started, and I didn't hate that until about episode nine. So oh, okay. we'll see. Same with series one. That doesn't get really terrible until the latter half, where they go to the mirror universe. So. <laughs> I mean, they've started well, but can they stick the landing? And that's the problem with this obsession with everything having to be serialised these days. At you least... sound more positive than you were. Mm. Which is... At yeah. least by jumping that far to the future, they can just do their own thing. And I know that you know, as long as someone sets something before this at some point, they can retcon this future. So <laughs> this isn't necessarily always going to be canon. <laughs> but... Yeah, there's been some interesting like tech and stuff that they've shown that make it look like a cool new future. So, yeah, world building's been all right. I'm intrigued to see some new like Starfleet ships for that era. As a sort of a bit of ship porn. <laughs> <laughs> Lower decks gave me ship porn. I mean, you know, that introduced an awesome new class. Plus, we got to see the Titan in action. I wish I could call an image of what you mean by Titan. I can't. Oh, no. oh, are you gonna? Like, you jerk your head like you've got one on the wall. No, no, no. I've got. I was looking at the backdrop. I've got on. Uh, oh. Neither of them at a time. They're Star Trek online ships, which I couldn't even tell you what the classes are. <laughs> they, just, they just look cool. <laughs> oh, but yeah, should we? Um... But yeah, so I've no. I haven't watched anything else. I should really get back and finish Umbrella Academy. So, I just... so should I? Yeah, I've but I got like, like series six of episode two, and then I just I went away for a week. Ah, uh, that's why you got it broken for you. That was a clay, and that's happened to me now twice. And it really proves a flaw in a Netflix formula because with the first series of Altered Carbon, I wasn't loving it, but it was interesting enough. Um, but I got to like, there was two episodes left. Then I went away for a weekend. And by the time I got back, I started to watch the next episode. I was like, I can't remember what's going on. It's like, um, yeah. And then this time, I'd, yeah, I literally had four episodes left of series two. And then I went away for a week. And uh, I don't know, it's just drifted. <laughs> I do think there's something to be said for like weekly release of television again. Mandalorian's coming back and that's doing the old... Uh, that was weekly week. the first time, wasn't it? Was it? I feel like... Not over here, but in America it was. Ah, right. Because we, did, we didn't get Disney Plus till months after it had that's finished, right. did we? Yeah, but, yeah. I remember yeah. Yeah, watching it. Um, is the, uh, the Expanse is doing that this year as well. So yeah, I don't... Yeah, I like it. The, it's a good idea. The I thing think. is, not only is it... Like, I think it keeps hype going for things a bit longer, but also it, um, well, the fact that obviously a lot of productions have been put back this year. True. Mm. It gives people a bit. Plus, I just like the idea it means you talk about stuff more. Yeah, yeah. Because if I sit indoors and watch three episodes, if something really awesome happens in the first one of the three, it's eclipsed and I might not even mention it, but. Well, yeah, that is like people time if, to if you, over if you it. sit there for a weekend and finish an entire series of saying, you'll discuss the series rather than yeah. the episode. Just. People stop moaning about oh, it. That was definitely... I talked about that. It's something I noticed about the second episode of Star Trek Discovery. It's, it's some of the best direction I've seen in a while on a TV show. Like, Which is weird because that show didn't have amazing direction the first couple of series. Mm. Even Jonathan Frakes couldn't save it. <laughs> like, um, But yeah, there's some amazing shots. I would recommend... like You've, you've got Netflix anyway. I would recommend giving it a watch just to look at like the world building and some of the shots. 
I nah, think you'd appreciate I didn't even him. watch the second one. What's that? I don't think I even watched the second one. No, series. I just not watched that episode. Oh, okay. I would oh, say, okay. yeah, because it stands on its own as a pretty good Star Trek episode, regardless. And, okay. yeah, you'll be able to understand what's going on. But yeah, episode two, season two, I'm intrigued to see what you think in terms of the production. Because <laughs> they went to a lot, I think it's Iceland, they shot the early episodes of the season in. So it's some amazing vistas. Can't, can't go wrong. You can't go wrong with Iceland, mm. even though I've never been there. Although... It has made me realise that, that we need to start moving to 21.9 ratio TVs, right? Because every show seems to be filmed in that these days. I don't even notice. I'm one of these people who just doesn't notice it unless it constantly changes, like a Michael Bay film. Michael, yeah, I mean, Michael Bay film. that can work quite well when you're um, when you're doing it as an artistic choice. Well, but yeah, I really don't think Ma- that's Michael what he Bay. Was doing. No, yes, you know why that happens in Michael Bay films is probably because they're filmed for IMAX, right? Maybe, but pick yeah. one and stick with it or something. Is it because there's a lot of I think there's a few films like that where you get the IMAX scenes, but they don't fit on a normal screen properly, so they get weirdly chopped and cut. I'm talking about scenes where two people are sitting in a room and talking, and it's one aspect ratio for one camera shot and another for another camera shot. Okay, and jumping back and forth and having no consistency. No, there's being no, there's no excuse completely for yeah, jarring and horrible to watch. <laughs> there is no excuse for them. <laughs> it makes no sense. I. I I'm sure there's probably a technical reason for it, but as just an idiot consumer watching Transformers, it looks horrible. <laughs> Talking about uh, things in production, did you see the uh, the cost- in-costume shots for Suicide Squad? Yes. Because <laughs> fucking, I don't realise how many characters are in it. And they did that a while ago, right? The release where they... They released like, all of the characters. Of I didn't read any of it, though. And then oh, when right. the actual... No, picture- the trailer where it showed like most people apart I don't know. from... I must, I must not have watched that. Uh, yeah, they're bright. Yeah, yeah. Very bright. Just a picture of like, all of them sitting there at the front of like Empire or something. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. I like I like the... I, almost all of them are going to die. Oh, yeah. Probably in the I'm, first five I'm minutes. pretty sure, yeah, at least like half that cast is yeah. going. Like, yeah. <laughs> like quick yeah. as well. Because that way it will be a kind of joke on uh, that the rope, the rope dude who died in the first one within, as soon as they got to where they were going. Uh, Slipknot? Is his name Slipknot? Uh, it might have been. I don't know. I feel good, like I'm do, doing I don't, it. I don't know DC characters, and it wasn't a good enough film. For exactly, to to I'm giving it too much effort, yeah. just trying to recall it. But I remember they probably them, said his name at some point where they fitted in, like you know, a couple of seconds of dialogue between two pop songs. Maybe <laughs> not even a good, not even a whole bit of a pop song, just like one tiny oh, little bit of it. So relentless the music oh. in that film. It's like, yeah, it's like God's Galaxy was really, really popular. It had like songs. It's like yeah, but it had a curated soundtrack of twelve tracks that James Gunn really liked. <laughs> it didn't just have constant like tracks chucked in over and over. <laughs> I feel like James Gunn's already gonna do okay because it's it's all it's gonna be better than the last one. <laughs> How whatever. Can it not? How exactly can it not? <laughs> right. So he's already. So whatever happens, someone will be able to say it was better than the and last then, one. Then he'll go back and finish the Guardians trilogy, I guess. Look. Probably. If Chris Pratt hasn't been completely cancelled by then. Not any time soon. I saw something about him, like an article. What, what's, what's going on? What's, oh, what's going well, it's, it's one of those long and like, like an irritating like internet things. It's okay. Uh, Chris Pratt is, I think he's in out and he's out and out. Christian, right? Yeah. Which obviously isn't like that big in Hollywood in this day and age, anyway. It offends me. I'm Christian phobic. Yeah, he's. <laughs> I'm religious phobic. Oh, fuck. <laughs> I'm just all of them individually because it counts as like ten. Um, yeah. Does. So obviously he's an open Christian. Always has been. Um, and 
Well, as opposed to like a closet Christian. Well, I, I'd imagine they're probably in like industries like Hollywood and stuff. They probably are, right? Maybe. Uh, yeah. Maybe there I'm... was a, there was a whole thing in a, there was an episode of Silicon Valley about that, weren't there? Where he accidentally outed a bloke as a Christian at like a tech company, and he got like uh, ostracised for it. Damn. <laughs> um, but yeah, so um, yeah, so then obviously um, I think there was, and this is weird because I think there was like a fundraising event for the Joe Biden campaign where it was loads of Marvel actors. And it's, I don't like all these fundraising things for political campaigns because it's not... I mean, I'm sure it happens over here, but we don't make such a big deal about it and have it on, like, TV and streams and stuff, right? No. It's not as tacky. Well, I, no, at least not what I've seen. Mm. I mean, there was a Star Trek one the other day as well, so I found that a bit tacky, to be honest. <laughs> it's um, uh, Yeah, so obviously then, because he didn't turn up, everyone's there accused him of being a Republican and, like, a Trump supporter, and then obviously... Then loads of his other, like the other Marvel actors like stepped in to kind of defend him, and then they started getting grief. Some people started like racially abusing Zoe Saldana. It's all a bit, all a bit nasty, to be fair. Hmm. Mm. I, I remember all I saw was just, yeah, an article that it looked like it was going to be a big social media thing. So I read about five, six words into it and was like, no. Nah, Did out. you see like the word Twitter? And I'm, I'm done. Pretty much. I'm done. That's what I do most <laughs> of the time. Uh, we got we got to get you on Twitter, mate. We got to get you got to get on there promoting the show. Man. Oh, we got we got, we got sure. with mad bents. I don't have to be happy about it. Mad bents. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be like those when you know, like when fast food companies talk to one another and it's really cringy. But people are like, oh, they're like us. It's like they're not. They're corporations. <laughs> they're big corporations. <laughs> I did see an interview or uh, with Ben Wheatley where he's talking about Tomb Raider interesting yeah yeah okay it's a bit of a strange choice on the same note did you see the Tom Holland pictures of him as Drake uh, yes mm. I did see that that looks alright I also yeah. saw Mark Wahlberg with his moustache but yeah okay second Tomb Raider film interesting is that yeah, Alicia yeah, um, Vichando again yeah yeah I didn't I is that how you pronounce her name maybe okay it's good enough mm. is she still going out with Michael Fassbender no oh I might be in for chance mm. <laughs> so you're saying there's a chance <laughs> yeah yeah but uh, no, he was he was saying it's all sort of slowed down a bit because of the current situation. But yeah, I guess you need someone to... quite rightly said to him like, "What you know, it's not really something people would expect you to do as a next project." And he was Why he not? had it was just a really interesting thing to read because he was talking about when he made Free Fire, he was like, "That's basically just Counter Strike." Yeah, it was like yeah. I I did pre production for that game in Minecraft, <laughs> literally to to sort of visualize the. The, just the basics I mean, he does, like... he does genre stuff as well because he did uh, two episodes of Doctor Who a few seasons back yeah, yeah. with um, no, Capal- the Capaldi that. era. But he, <laughs> he says in the interview, he's been playing a load of a game recently called Factorio, which oh, I own. Oh, yeah, I yeah, that's Steam. a really in-depth, like... Uh... Quite, yeah. yeah. I haven't really... It's one of those games where you kind of... You spend a couple of hours with your feet in the water, but then when, when, you, when you're when you done, you're done. Then that's it. You, you're rushing down the river for your whole life just disappears into this game apparently <laughs> I haven't quite got to that bit yet but I'll play it more but <laughs> he fucking loves him some Factorio man okay he spent more time talking about how Factorio is sucking up his life than he did about the production of Tomb Raider 2 what what was, what was that on the interview I was thinking oh, like, fucking hell I cannot remember I might have I might have screwed it I don't know I'll have a look in a bit but yeah he, um, funny guy yeah because I haven't done anything for a while right since yeah what was was Free Fire his last film or was High Rise his last film? Did he has he not had one since then? I, the feel Doctor, like they were, I think the Doctor Who's were after that. I feel like they were both quite a long time ago. Yeah, yeah right. I'm not I'm sure. Not sure. Yeah. Me neither. He seems like the kind of guy that would be doing, you know, even if he's just writing an episode. He did quite a lot in quick succession, so I wouldn't be surprised if he had like a, a break. break or something. Yeah, just having a chill. 
Yeah. Blade Runner's been delayed. What? Blade Runner, the, the game Blade Runner remastered. It's been delayed. Oh, sorry. I was going to say, there's, there's no new Blade Runner coming out. Why no, are you, there why, is a why, new, are you, why are you tempting me? There is a, a new Not that I'd want game. a new one. It's quickly anyway. Like, give, it another, it. give it another 30 years, then do one. I'd watch it. I think I'd watch a Blade Runner film. If it was the same guy, I'd... I'm what, Ville? I was... <laughs> I don't know if I want to try and even pronounce his name. Denis Villeneuve. Denis Villeneuve. Denis Villeneuve. isn't it? Hmm? Is Villeneuve or Villeneuve? Villeneuve. I, don't, I don't know. I don't want to disrespect the, the guy. The more I try but, and do it, yeah. the more I get it wrong. So I'm just going to well, back we've got away Ju- from We've got Dune coming from him first, haven't we? Yeah. So, I don't know enough about Dune to know Nor whether that's a good or bad trailer. And I can't be bothered to read the books. I think it will probably be really, really good and make no money. Like his last Everything one. he's ever done. So... <laughs> Well, it'll be fine. It will go down in history as a good film. Yeah. But yeah, the game, they're remastering it. The old I did see that. Okay. And it's been like delayed indefinitely, apparently. Oh, really? Yeah, because they can't get hold of the source code. It's stuck in like licensing abyss. Okay. And it's really difficult. And, and the director was saying they're having to like make some of the sound effects again from scratch and make bits of the game again from scratch. And it's like, is this, is this a remaster? <laughs> Yeah, what we, we're just making things now. Okay, yeah, I it's mean, a shame it's... because the old one was really good, the old point and click adventure game. I've not played it. It's... When compared, those games used to be my jam. When compared up to other games of that kind, it was a really good one. I did see a lot of the uh, old LucasArts remasters are coming to Game Pass, aren't well. they? I assume because Double Fine has something to do with them. Maybe I think they did the remasters. They're all. I I think I played Grim Fandango. Day of the Tentacle is one of those incredibly convoluted ones it's yeah really difficult school. yeah and there's one more that's coming the dig full is throttle no full throttle which is i it? haven't played that one me neither so i mean yeah i'm trying to give that a try okay. it's, it's on bike, game pass it's the biker one right yes yeah it's on game pass yeah why yeah. the hell not why not give it a go uh yeah so you, you mentioned about uncharted yes <laughs> what set photos have you seen i only saw the one photo of um tom holland in his yep. like drake outfit which looks okay Fine. He looked better than I was expecting him to. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I saw a picture of Mark Wahlberg showing off his moustache. Yes. Yeah. Finally. Yeah. <laughs> God, I'm, I'm quite relieved. Didn't look quite Sully level yet, but it's getting there. Oh, it's better than no moustache. Yeah, true. true. What, what he had. And at least, it, at least the film looks more interesting than whatever that thing they were doing before was, where they were like mafia treasure hunters or something. What, what film's this? This was the original script for Uncharted. Uh, mafia back treasure when, hunters? Back when Robert De Niro, I think, was going to play Sully. That would have worked. Oh, he is probably quite, no. He's too old. Yeah, I was going to say yeah. he's quite old. Yeah, a few years ago it would have worked, like yeah. ten years ago. Or so, but I think yeah, I remember he. But it was going to be he was going to be like an older Sully, and like he was he was in the mafia or something, and uh, yeah, Drake like they they stole treasures. I was ah, oh, it didn't sound good. No, that it's, doesn't sound good. No, it's been really, uh, the production got restarted like since then. Why would you go to so much effort writing a wacky, stupid narrative when you already have one that is the thing that you're basing your film on? Well, um, that's what I'm wondering about that old uh, Left No Last of Us um, HBO show. HBO show. What is it HBO or HBO Max? Are they different? I don't know. <laughs> uh, I, well, HBO is a TV channel. HBO Max is the kind of uh, Warner Brothers all-in-one streaming thing now, isn't it? They've kind of... Uh, I know that DC Universe's uh, stuff got folded into that, all, okay. their, all their original programming. Um, yeah, I, I assume probably stuff that goes on HBO also appears on HBO Max, but I don't know. I've, I honestly don't know much about the last of the TV show. No, I'm wondering... I'm assuming it's not going to follow the characters from the game, right? I, I kind of... As long as it's made by people that 
will make it good. I don't really mind either way. It could follow the characters and work. It could break away and follow other characters and work. I mean, I think, I'm just wondering, though, is there going to be much they can do with it that hasn't been done by lots of other, like, post-apocalyptic slash zombie shows already at this point? I mean, speaking personally, I, I cannot stand The Walking Dead. So if there's going to be a show that comes out that kind of deals with how people would survive in a sort of post-cataclysmic event world, but do it right, I'm up for that. I can imagine it being in a similar vein as The Walking Dead. I think Dead. I'd prefer to see maybe, like, a fallout. Yeah, I think just because it would give it that little bit of like satirical edge to it that I think good sci-fi needs. Yeah, you know the last. Of us I is think the last of us of is just a bit too grim and yep. to tune in every week. Like maybe a film, but the, the thing is, the but Walking then you Dead. Avoid it. If you want that, you can just go to the road, right? Yeah. yeah, the Walking Dead is like that as well. It's kind of relentlessly grim all the time, but it's yeah. also stupid and rubbish. Yeah. So yeah. maybe if it's that plus good and well made. Mm. Yeah, like, oh, well, maybe. I don't know. I, I at the moment it seems even with stuff like Sonic the Hedgehog and Detective Pikachu that like video game stuff is doing okay. I've not visual seen. I've not seen Sonic, and but Detective Pikachu is okay up to a point. I mean, Sonic was one of the biggest films of the year. And, yeah, but and I mean, and it was reviewed okay. There's, there's still an entire James Bond in limbo bin. I mean, it's been a weird year. For I films. read again today. New that mutants they've... got pushed back again. I thought I thought it was coming on. Yeah, it is anyway. coming to Disney Plus at Christmas now. It was meant to be in okay. cinemas this year. <laughs> they all look so young in the trailer isn't I saw Trolls, like two years ago. Isn't like Trolls Two still one of the highest grossing films of this year because it came out like I think just before mm. the <laughs> oh, um, lockdown, and I think it also they sh- shunted it out on streaming really quickly. I didn't watch it. No, I haven't either. But. I mean, it's yeah, it's a bit, it's a bit of a weird year for films. So Sonic did well this year, but... apparently, yeah, and it's kind of reviewed decently as well, in yeah. the same way that Detective Pikachu was reviewed decently. And, the very... and then we've got Monster Hunter coming out, which, to be <sighs> fair, looks kind of shit. Uh, we've got know, Resident Evil is a thing now, isn't there? A oh TV yes, show there's and, a TV show and, and a, a film. film. There's two TV shows or something and a film. I think yeah, it's a while. Like one's a live action, one's a CG or something. Yeah, yeah. I think that generally what I'm saying is there's been renewed interest in making games into things that aren't just games which is cool true but I've also think at the same time games have also increasingly got more and more cinematic in that yeah they're so. all just blurring together yeah oh, I well, don't mind that really we're probably not going to get another series of the Castlevania show actually because I really like that are we not uh, well, I don't know. We might, but Warren Ellis, I think, isn't on it anymore because I he, he even, got cancelled, didn't they? I haven't, I haven't watched it. Is it you recommend it? Is it good? Well, the Castlevania series, yeah. yes, especially if you enjoy Warren Ellis writing because you can tell that he wrote the dialogue. Okay, it's proper, like, uh, yeah. What what is it? Uh, art style is it like just an anime esque? Okay, but yeah, obviously, I don't know. I don't think it's Japanese produced. It's like Western, but anime. Really? I yeah. thought Castlevania good, would good be good animation though, because that is uh, Japanese, isn't it? Castlevania yeah, is owned by Konami. But yeah, I enjoyed it. Maybe I'll watch it. Mm. I have heard a couple of good things. Yeah. It was mentioned in the thing I read that was like all, all these different video games things that are doing okay. Yeah. So yeah, like you say, you've got um yeah, so what I don't like I say, I do think a fallout series could really work if you've got the right writer on it to handle the tone. I th- maybe you'd have to anchor it to a person. I would and do it would so I would make it, it more something like a western, like Deadwood or something, and set it in like a a town. And in and around that town and what's yeah, going on. Yeah, that could that could work. Yeah, I can see that work. So then you could have a nice, uh, like, decent ensemble cast. Mm. But you could, because it's Fallout, you could kind of have some really weird and wacky kind of characters. Not everyone would have to be deadly serious. You know, ro- crazy robots and stuff. Probably be a lot better than anything Fallout related for a while. Yeah. 
<laughs> in fact, we don't even know there's a new one of them coming in time. So I keep seeing it on the Xbox dashboard of like a new update or something or what, something. Um, Fallout seventy six and yeah. I don't I just I don't really want to play it. I downloaded it when it came on Game Pass. I started it, I wandered around the wasteland for a bit and then I never went back to it. I didn't even get that far. Yeah. I there there are humans in it with like proper missions for you to go and do and stuff now but I don't know oh you mean it's Fallout's finally Fallout yeah but I don't know it just uh, I don't know it's the I've not gone back to 3 or 4 either since the first I played I might give 4 another go 4 I did because I got the game of the year edition yeah I'm thinking about I might pick up the game of the year edition when I get my Series X because they've showed that off with um, like how it runs on the Series X and yeah you can get like full 60 with it I keep getting tempted by the VR version as well, but then well, I Fallout always, 4. Yeah, yeah it's, that's not on console, it. so on PlayStation. Anyway. Apparently, it's not very good. No, I saw Skyrim VR wasn't very good. But no, it wasn't. I tried that. On you PS can't. VR. I've, I've come to the conclusion you can't just take a game, shove it into VR, <laughs> and sell it. It doesn't work. No man's Sky. That was. Yeah, that was slightly better. But, oh, but yeah, I didn't like. I didn't like it. it felt I really think that stuff either has to be developed for VR or in tandem with VR, which mm. is why um, Star Wars. So, uh, Squadrons works Squad really well. Runs. Mm. I haven't gone back to that in a while. I should. I keep it's a shame, wanting, like you were saying, that the VR on PC. I keep wanting to tinker with it, and I keep looking up on like forums and stuff to see if I can fix it. But it just seems like it's just not a very well-made VR port. I guess in certain situations, it's weird because the PS VR is crisp. I mean, well, I mean, no problems with that. I loaded up. I don't think it's a graphical problem because it runs really well normally. But then I, as soon as I was like, is something wrong with this? So I downloaded a couple of games I've got on Steam VR. I had like a Dead Effect 2 and a couple of other bits and pieces. And I load them up and they look really, oh, well, not quite as good. But they just run fine. There's okay. no problem. I don't know. I'll, I'll go back every now and then and tweak it. But it's perfectly fine to play with a pad. So but yeah, we should definitely get, get back online with that. Um, for, I find I either do really, really well or annoyingly, crushingly terrible. Oh, I think there's there's a lot of stuff to get used to in that to get your like ideal set up and uh, you know get your shit running exactly how you want it. The I've, I've mucked around with some of the settings. The A wing I've got are quite a nice setup now. I've got a Chrome A wing. See, I haven't spent any money on the um, ship skins because I want to get all the. Uh, I've got my little guy. Ah, uh, is a uh, uh, Saburian, Saluin, something like that. The little guy that sits next to Lando in. Uh, Return the Jedi. Oh, I don't know those. Yeah, you know what they look like—the big eyes and the little hat. Right? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's hat. yeah. He does it. Oh, at one point. <laughs> yeah, I've got one of them, but now I'm... <laughs> one of them. Yeah, one of them. Those creatures. Uh, but yeah, now I need to unlock all of the uh, awesome cosmetics for him, so he can wear like a smuggler's jacket and look like Han Solo. I just got a silver ship, which is a really bad idea when you're flying anywhere near a sun. That is true. Yeah, terrible idea. I mean, if you just make the ed, surely everyone would just make their spaceships to have some kind of energy efficient panel on the outside to store energy. Well, it depends on what you, what kind of energy you need to collect for your propulsion type, right? Solar. Some yeah, but stuff. it depends because it's solar energy. I mean, take Star Trek for example. They have the bussar collectors, which are the red bits at the end of the uh, the cells. Uh, they collect obviously matter in space to use for the matter antimatter reaction for to create the warp field uh, the warp power to power the warp field even. But yeah, solar energy wouldn't serve them well there because they need the amount of energy you get from matter antimatter. So it's not like elite dangerous where I can just fuel scoop a star and go where I want. 
How does that work in Elite Dangerous? Though? Are you you in, scoop a star? Yeah, you're not a scoop like hold it in your hands. Yeah, exactly. You're lean not, outside. <laughs> lean out the window. Yeah. yeah, but I mean, technology wise, you're not you're not taking solar energy, right? You're actually taking mass from the star. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I think. Yeah. I would assume. Doesn't mm. I've never really I'm, read into it. I need you to look into the the law, and I need to know how this works. Look, mate. One thing's for sure. You you best have a fuel scoop, or you're gonna have a bad time. I mean, most I mean, the expense is matter antimatter reaction as well, right? Yes. Or is it just antimatter? Yes. No, that's right. They you have the bottle, don't you? The bottle of the magnetic bottle that's got antimatter floating in the middle, and they drop matter into the core. And obviously, the reaction as the matter gets dropped into the core is what like powers the ship. That's right. I remember now. You see, there's some quite good stuff in one of the series where you actually like to see the CG of the uh, magnetic bottle working. It's cool. That sounds pretty cool. Mm. But yeah, transitioned onto games. So uh, should we talk about what we've been playing recently? Yes. To start the game, we've both been playing that we were just talking about before we started. Vermintide. Yeah, too. we did. We did play yeah. some Voimintide. Yeah, which uh, you you've been begging me to get on Vermintide. Yeah, play I with did. You for a it long time. I mean, admittedly, <laughs> admittedly, I don't don't know whether I would have if it wasn't Game Pass. But you were right. Yeah, it's like, good. Yeah, it's good fun, mate. Thanks to you and Game Pass. But yeah, <laughs> but I, yeah had it's, the, uh, um, I had the first one ages ago on PC, but I barely played it because it's. It's yeah, better if you're playing with people. Yeah, it's not bad jumping with randoms not, either, but no. yeah, it's more fun if every game's more fun when you're playing with people, you know. So. True. But yeah, it's good. But yeah, it's I don't like time. it. I like that kind of blend of sort of like um Left 4 Dead, but also with a kind of progression system to actually be able to upgrade your characters and stuff. Because World War Z had a bit of that, but I wasn't as big on World War Z. It's yeah, I, I recently went back to that as well, just to have a go. It's fine. It's kind of forgettable. Yeah, it's, it's a lot more like Left 4 Dead, but missing something. I think being in third person took a lot out of it because you don't feel like you're right in the combat. Whereas yeah, and all in the guns Left 4 Dead or bit. Vermintide, where you're kind of surrounded by uh, zombies and you're like hacking away or blasting with shotguns and stuff. Yeah, I think with World War Z, the weapons are not that satisfying because it's no. like third person. It has that sort of just hold the trigger and your gun fires without much. Yeah, you feel don't really or get a lot of feedback. Like, but like Vermintide's great to just. Hit things. Oh yeah, yeah. And the the, the, the um, level of detail on the enemy models as well, where you could kind of see them falling apart and yeah, like yeah. you know catching one off the corner of your eyes, like you've decapitated and he's just like wandering off with no head. Yeah, like, yeah. It's um, it's really lovely looking game. Yeah, I said it. It's it runs a bit shoddily sometimes when there's a lot of stuff going on, but I mean on the Series X it looks gorgeous. Yeah, I play it. I'm on no, the, not um, the Series X. Sorry, the One X. What? Hey. Yep. Not quite. Yeah, I'm, intrigued. I'm intrigued to see how it will look on the Series X, but with two more weeks for that, and then we'll. I get, mean, I'm playing it on the. We'll bring um, you our first impressions. Uh, then I'm playing it on the One S, and it's it's fine. I don't. I, it's nothing to write home about. I don't think, and yeah, it does chug at the busy areas. But games like that, I think, always do. Yeah, yeah, it's it's not uh, like gameplay breaking. No, but yeah, it's uh, never. Yeah, if you've not heard of it and you're looking for something with a bit of a. Left for Dead esque film. You don't even have to know anything about Warhammer. Yeah, because I, I don't. Yeah. I, I lose track of which one's which. Warhammer, Warcraft. I recognise a few of the characters and enemies and stuff from the Warhammer games. Total. Total. Yeah, I see. Obviously. Total War, colon, Warhammer 2. As I say, I don't really have much interest in Warhammer or 40k in terms of tabletop games, but in terms of lore, I've read a bit more into 40k purely because I prefer sci fi. I think uh, the Total War games did a pretty good job, actually, of making them all seem pretty interesting. I went off the off the back of that. I went and looked online at some stories and stuff. Oh uh, yeah, for a while I was uh, just in the background. I'd put on people that would like uh, talk about like forty k law on YouTube, like when I was doing other stuff. Yeah, that was. Quite... Have you ever played Warhammer? Which one? 
40k? No. If you were playing regular Warhammer? No. <laughs> the only one of those kind of like tabletop kind of games I've played was that Star Wars um, yeah. battle. Uh, what was it called? Star Wars? It's, it's over there. What's X-Wing. X-Wing miniatures, miniatures game. Yeah. X-Wing, only- Star Wars. Buy more things if you want this to be in yeah, any way yeah, varied. Yeah, the, the fact you've got like three ships in there. and uh, But yeah, that's, I don't know. I just can't be bothered with the amount of effort that takes to measure out all your distances and, you know. I it mean, was fine. It, what made it okay-ish when I played it was going down to the shop to do it on like a Tuesday after school, and there being a guy there who knew every rule and exactly how to play. Yeah, so, yeah, so it's like, I want to do this. He'd be like, with, "That's fine, just do it like this and that." Okay. That's always been my problem with almost any kind of tabletop gaming is that unless somebody you need someone that really gets in depth in those rules, it's like D and D or any kind of tabletop RPG. In mm. it's like you need someone to keep that kind of flow. Yeah, and it's all right for like board games and stuff, but the amount of like oh, the like information you'd need to seem to with uh, to contain to seamlessly run like a D and D game or Warhammer game, mental man. The, the, that guy knew some stuff. Mm. So I say I like the forty k universe is intriguing. That kind of uh, weird grim dark sci fi that you don't get as much these days. Uh, bigger in like the eighties. But yes, it's good. We should you should definitely play it, especially if you've got an Xbox. And you haven't played it, and you and have you Game, got Game Pass. Pass. Yeah, why are you There's not no playing reason. it? Stop to. listening to this podcast and go and play. Grab it. a mate. Yeah, go and punch some rats, mate. Yeah, Just punch some rats for a couple of hours. It's good fun. Apart yeah. from getting dragged off. I say it's not as bad. I don't classic. think. No, yeah. it's not. It's not as Left... reliant on that kind of thing as Left 4 Dead. I don't think Left 4 Dead. You could get proper fucked up if some of the like harder uh, the special zombies got older I I feel like it's going to take me quite a while to get to the point with Vermintide like I did with Left 4 Dead where I just was so finely attuned to the noises well it's not just that but that's obviously got the, the difficulty progression as well hasn't it which has yeah. uh, got another kind of adds another aspect to it because Left 4 Dead you did have difficulties but there was no real reason to move up the progression yeah other that's than, another thing yeah. yeah Vermintide's good the whole loot system and yeah it's, it's intriguing uh, the fact it's that nice that it's there the fact that each character's like a different class that you can level up individually as well gives it some more replayability and each character has their yeah. own other subclasses that unlock as you level up but and... yeah it's definitely a game that it's like yeah I'll, I'll keep that installed for quite a while just because it's, uh, it's easy to pick up do a level off and then kind of jump off again it's mm. a fun fun game in that respect we have to go back to it at some point yes we should punch some rats yeah or light them on fire because I play the fire woman yes yeah I've uh, got my old bow and arrow like I say once you get the, the perk with the archer that like doubles the amount of ammo that your uh, quiver can carry so I've just got like a hundred arrows a time for the bow it's awesome I have to just I have to set myself a goal playing as the fire wizard woman of not lighting myself on fire. Yeah, it took me Go a while. Go for a to... whole level without doing that it. That mechanic she's got where, yeah, you can, you like burn yourself up if you overuse your magic. It's quite an interesting uh, way of dealing with yeah. it like, rather than having an MP system or something. Oh, it just, it's so hard to turn off the get some. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that kind of game. Yeah. Isn't it? Well, it's uh, not hard. I just lose track of what's going on and then I'm dead. My fault. Mm. It's always my fault. And the, yeah, I mean, well, we went up a difficulty, didn't we? Once you go up a difficulty, you don't start with a healing potion. So. That's a big Yeah, you, thing. Don't, you don't realise how much you rely on those things. Until... I mean, you're playing it online. It's every man for himself. It's, I see it I'm grabbing it. Well, we're all right, because at least we could talk about it. Yeah, we I'll, can, yeah. I'll be honest with you. People seem to be um, like helping out quite a lot with that. Like, uh, we, There was one guy that like, uh, no, proper carried us impatient. through a level. Yeah, but he did get impatient. He did get a bit impatient. But he did, yeah, he did pretty much carry us through that level. <laughs> he did, yeah. Um, did we make it? No, we didn't, did we? Because no, we died at the end and he came back to save us because he was like nice that way. Well, and, uh, 
That was his fault, really. You've learned a lesson there, haven't you? Yeah. Don't. If you've got dead weight, leave it. <laughs> Just leave it. Oh, I mean, he tried, he tried. It's, uh, I, I, the thing is, we would have counted as a pass anyway if he had just stayed yeah, there and got yeah, us yeah. to the end of the level, but he kept coming back to get us up for some right. reason. That's, it's, uh, it's his own problem. Yeah. You're probably not listening, but well, we do appreciate it. But, I mean, <laughs> now I've got to play that level again. <laughs> <laughs> do you even remember what level it was? I don't. Um, the one with the castles and the sewers and the town and no wasn't it it was the one we were on that like town on the side of a cliff wasn't it maybe no it was the farm level the farm level uh, I thought we were, I thought we did was the it farm. level up anyway it doesn't really matter <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah so uh, on obviously we play a bit of squadron as well but you've talked about that before so yeah. what else have you been playing you've been playing I have been playing Wasteland 3 this week Wasteland. getting into that which uh, obviously I tried a little bit of it when it first came out uh, on Game Pass which was the day it came out to get your sweet points uh, I can't even remember why I did it I don't, I don't know if it's for that um, and I got through the tutorial um, and now I've gone back to it oh, I don't know exactly how much I've played because uh, there's no game clock as far as I can tell which is weird for an RPG but um, it's because yeah. it doesn't want you to know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How much time wasted? Well, it must be like wasted. <laughs> nope. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'm enjoying it. It's uh, definitely more welcoming than Wasteland Two, which I had. Obviously, I didn't play Wasteland One because that's that was out before I was born. Um, <laughs> like 1983, I didn't. Isn't there a remastered one? There is. I've tried it. It's still very old school. Ouch. Yeah. Yeah. I, I couldn't get into. I struggled to get into two. I yeah. played it for a while though. Give it I a didn't play. It, I brought it on PlayStation when it came out, and uh, my problem was the text was just so small. <laughs> it's so small on the TV screen. <laughs> um, it's, yeah, this has obviously got a thing where you can change the UI and change the size of your text, so that's handy. But yeah, the the combat's quite fun. Like the sort of tactical RPG grid based combat. Um, you don't really see a lot in Western RPGs as much. No, right. it, it was functional. It works. I don't feel like it was in the second one where a couple of the encounters felt sort of a bit unfair. I have encountered a couple of encounters like that. <laughs> yeah, we should get um, the thesaurus but, out. But yeah, What's another it's, word uh, it, it feels like if you kind of follow where it's leading you around story-wise, you get level appropriate sort of encounters yeah, and level appropriate um, quests. And yeah, it's quite fun. There's uh, I've obviously done a lot of the stuff around the first town, Colorado Springs. Mm. Some interesting. Yeah, it is. There's a lot to do there. Yeah, I didn't so It's like many... an extended sort of tutorial area. Yeah, did, did you finish all the stuff in that town? Did you no. have to make your decision about who to side with? No, I don't think I quite got that far. I'm okay, sure. yeah, it's like one bit where you have to decide whether you side with like the mafia or the marshals in that town, and I, I didn't realise it was going to oh, be. Oh, no! Is that where you're in like a nightclub? Yes, yeah, you I do remember Fry, that. Fry and Brago. Or I don't think I had a choice. I no, you, it... you make a deal with him and then you go to leave and then some other marshals That's turn right, up. Yeah. And then did you I fight, did do that. Did you fight the marshals or did you let them arrest him? Uh, I think I fought them. Yeah, I fought them and then you but go... I don't back. think I planned on doing it. I think it just sort of happened. I tried to talk about it, but yeah, it's like, it's like oh, I made a deal with this guy and he actually respects the Rangers because we helped him out in Vegas back in the day and stuff. Mm. It's like, so yeah, I kind of sided with him and now the Rangers don't like me. <laughs> Not the Rangers, sorry. The Marshals in that first town don't like me, but ah, fuck it, there'll be other factions. It's that kind of game. Did you have a problem in that bit with Friendly Fire? I had to reload that bit twice because... There was something happened, and one of the allied people, one of his guys, just turned against me. Okay. And it was always towards the end of the encounter where I was just about to win. And, no, oh, I didn't, didn't have anything like that. I had to reload like two or three times. Okay, interesting. I remember that bit. No, yeah, no. 
But um, yeah, I am enjoying it. It's um, it's obviously not the kind of RPG I normally play. I'm not massive on CRPGs or whatever you want to call them, that kind of thing. But it's I like the universe. It's like I say, it's got that fun kind of satirical sci-fi. Yeah, it's funny. I found it, it funny quite a few times. Um, a bit like a Fallout again. And um, obviously, I'm reading a lot of Judge Dredd and 2000 AD stuff at the moment, which also has a similar feel. So I've had quite a post-apocalyptic week. <laughs> in terms of uh, yeah, reading 2000 AD comics, playing Wasteland. I mean, you could argue that we're kind of having a post-apocalyptic. No, real no, this life. Is, we're we're, we're um, like Midst, during the during mid-apocalypse. No, yeah. yeah, we haven't got to post-apocalyptic. Okay. Yet. And it's a bit of a damp squib of an apocalypse, really, isn't it? So, ah. you know, sort of, well, we wouldn't think it would be like asteroid or massive, you know, climate change issues. Oh no, it's 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 a bad cough. So it's a cough that seems to. Yeah. Just, I'm not trying to diminish it, but it's yeah, it's just a bit of a bit of a dab squad. I thought we'd be going out as a species with a bit more of a kind of a last hurrah. Like, like what? What did you envision? Well, I'd say asteroids and all that. You know, some in asteroids. You know, <laughs> one of the big one of the big volcanoes blowing up. Like, Basically, yeah. the movie Armageddon. That's what. Yeah, I alien, alien invasion. I was hopeful. I mean, it's a bit. That was an outlier. I knew that wasn't very likely, but mm, yeah. But what if they're just like so far beyond us that we don't? This even... could be an alien invasion. Yeah, maybe they just put put the virus down here, wipe us out that way. And it's then... like a reverse War of the Worlds. Yes. Okay, mm. I can dig that. Yeah, I'd feel I'd I'd feel a bit better if it was an alien because at least it would be like, oh, we this did... is a cool new thing. At that we least can't we control. didn't bring it upon ourselves. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, 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 pretty much. <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's probably not that. But, uh, yeah. but yeah, I need to I need to get back to playing some Wasteland Three. You you know I am such a nightmare of like beginning a game. And that being the end. Oh, so especially with stuff like Game Pass and PS Plus as well, yeah, I end yeah. up doing that a lot. But again, I kind of feel like, well, the game didn't grip me enough to make me go back to it and it's free, then that's just because it's not <laughs> as good a game or it's just not my type of game. Talk, talking about Plus, did you play any of that Need for Speed game? I did not. It's bad. How bad? It's really bad. Really? <laughs> yeah, it's really bad. It's one of those ones that thinks it has to put a cinematic after every five seconds and your character has a voice and talks and it's got <laughs> Naomi from The Expanses in it. Really? Yeah. Okay. But it's, it's not. It's pretty bad. Which one is it? Is it the most recent one or pay, payback? Payback. I oh I no! It's the it one was... that. That's because it's the one that came out with the film, weren't it? It came yeah. out around the same time as the Aaron Paul Need for Speed. Film, Did it? If you remember that. Yeah, uh, I remember that. Yeah, I obviously they. I that's why, why do I remember that? That's why they tried to give it more of like a kind of plot and cinematic type thing going on. Yeah, it's it's not good. Oh, I didn't. Yeah, I wasn't expecting it's much for it. So I haven't played my plus game in months. Yeah, if you're going like silly fast and arcade-ish with it then just do Burnout yeah, or Hot Pursuit yeah. or something don't well, I mean, that cram shot, it full of I did enjoy that Hot Shot racing I go back to that every so often Hot Shot what one was that uh, the one that oh, the came that's... out on the um, yeah I remember that. yeah that was kind of cool a little while ago the Sumo Digital one I just want them to do like Need for Speed Hot Pursuit that was good fun mm. remember that um, I don't think I enjoyed that as much as you did. It's I an mean, older one. I my I my impressed peaked. I think on the fourth burnout was it Revenge? Yeah, well, I, I liked made, all the burnouts. Then from, they made Paradise. And it was, yeah, yeah, apart from Paradise, don't make open world racing games. <laughs> they, they never work. Unless it's Need for Speed Underground. Is that what it was called? That was oh, kind of good. I don't think I played that one. That was pretty good. Yeah. That, that, that was almost like a yeah, it was open world, but it, it felt more like kind of. A car-based GTA sort of game where it was like an open. I think I was, put, I, think I was put off of that when I used to work at Game Station because Chavs just loved it. They Probably loved that game. <laughs> Fucking Chad. They also love Ali G though. So yeah, and ironically, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, you know, maybe not the best judge of what's good. But Kazakhstanis do not love Borat, so. <laughs> 
That's good. I, oh, he's just, I mean, it's going to happen again, right? He's done the exact same thing again. He's made them all look like idiots. And oh, would I bother this time? Probably. Do you think? I don't know. Depends uh, who's in charge. <laughs> well, they got their revenge. That's, that's, that's the corona, right? Yeah, I suppose. <laughs> but now, basically, what Borat's done is blame it on Kazakhstan. <laughs> oh, I- <laughs> So I'm not sure if that's a good oh, thing. Is that become a new conspiracy theory now? People all start blaming it on Kazakhstan. Oh. Maybe it's a joke, but then someone will take it seriously. <laughs> and then we'll have the whole cake fiasco again where a politician takes it. It's yeah. like, oh, I'm pretty sure I've got evidence it was Kazakhstan. Oh, God. Look. <laughs> and then it'll all come full circle. That would be perfect if that happens. Oh, will it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. people like Amando. It'd be like the ultimate joke. Uh, but there are people like Amanda Iannucci who stopped doing like the thick of it, didn't he? Because he was saying he couldn't write satire better than reality, like fast enough. Yeah, it's true. But yeah, I um, I haven't <clears throat> been a bit lax recently, but I have been playing and more, more hours and hours of Hades. Ah, I keep, okay. I keep, yes. I keep, I keep going back to Hades. It's my, I always have a game that's like my background game. Mm. Like if I'm not concentrating or wanting to do this one thing, I'll be like, I'll just do this for a bit, and it's like. I, it's more than two runs or three runs. It's like four or five, or and then a couple of hours have gone past. It's really, really that good. I've heard nothing but positive stuff about Hades. But it's but. every <clears throat> every part of it gets better the more you play it. I mean, I finally... I don't want to give too much away because I'm not really going to talk that much about it, but I've finally done completed the game on the face of it, and now I'm in, kind of stuck into the end game. Okay. Which is great. It's just as good as the original game was, and... The way the story unfolds is still unfolding. Yeah, I mean, um, I think yeah, Jim Sterling on his podcast said he played like a hundred games, and, yeah. and he was still getting new bits of plot unlocked. Yeah, yeah, like, and just new little quips and bits of dialogue that are specific to what just happened to me or something. Okay. And I like, I didn't mention I've had some of the character like interactions in Wasteland between your parties are quite cool in terms yeah. of like those little quips and stuff. Sorry, I just forgot to mention that. Okay, but it's classic. Super giant, like the voice acting is really, really good. And... Yeah, I'd, um, I've enjoyed Twister and I enjoyed um, Twister. No, Transistor. I was gonna just leave that. <laughs> it's just like a Twister game starring I Bill Paxton. S- yeah, I have <laughs> Bill Pullman. <laughs> no, all right, we'll get Bill Pullman to play Bill Paxton. Yeah. Bill Paxton's unfortunately passed yeah, away anyway. So. Um, I haven't actually seen Twister in years. So. It's not good. No, no, okay, no, it's not good. Boring, boring. Watch a real storm chaser go really close to a tornado. That's like a thousand times better than the movie Twister. I'll just not watch either. Oh, it's quite fun watching storm chasers. I do on yeah. YouTube sometimes. Um, but yeah, I, I enjoyed Transistor and I enjoyed Bastion. I never played uh, Pyre. So. This is the only one with like an innate replayability okay. built into its core. Yeah. Like, yeah. Everything. But, but I, I even feel bad calling it a roguelike because of all of the extra stuff it has on top of it. The fact that it's got a lot of persistent stuff going on, I think intrigues me more because I'm not big on roguelikes where you just kind of, uh, there's nothing to show for you. Yeah, yeah. There so are, like, yeah, there are, so there are obviously things. Some you... games, I mean, like Dead Cells, for example, had uh, a bit of that aspect to it where you'd unlock more and more equipment the more you play for it that could appear. Well, the three, before Hades came out, for me, Children of Mortar, Dead Cells, and Slay the Spire are all games that I could just smash into over and over and over. Now I haven't really played either of them free for a while because okay. I just go and I just play Hades every time. Because I mean, I've talked about everything else, but that gameplay is also spot on. Little bit, little bit. Um, what's the word? Spongy. Okay. Sometimes towards the end of a run, when everyone's got armor and you might not have picked up all of the best upgrades to your attack, can feel a bit spongy, but. 
no, it's great. It's really good. And every okay. run, it's like a, you learn something new or, oh, this combination's awesome. I'll definitely have to do this again. Sweet. Definitely get it. Just, yeah. just, just get it. I'm going to look into that then. So I would. I have to get it on the old Switch. But um, there are there are a couple of other things I'm playing, but <laughs> we'll... you sound like you weren't sure if you're playing them or not. No, I, I am. <laughs> I'm playing. playing? <laughs> am I playing? I don't, I don't know. My my hands are moving. Is this like City of Dream will put out a new game that you're not technically sure is a game or not? Yeah, I don't even because know if I'm this, playing. I did laugh at the headlines the other day. It's like yeah, Hideo Kojima confirms gaming works. Excellent. <laughs> <laughs> But no, that that the game will just be called Gaming Works. <laughs> Isn't it coming weird? out for PS5 Gaming Works? <laughs> the game is like seeking out all news about Hideo Kojima's <laughs> game. Some weird like meta- metaphysical sort of thing. I mean, I like the guy, but I'd like it if he put a bit more game in his game. Oh, I've time. not played Death Stranding, so yeah. I mean, when Metal Gear Solid Five, I enjoyed. I yeah, that, that had a lot of game in yeah. it. Yeah. Just but um, obviously, Death didn't I don't have Death that much game in it at all. Again, I should probably pick now that the next gen started, and obviously, the, when we get the the next gen dearth for the first like six months or so, I'll probably go back and pick up some PS3, uh, sorry, PS3, PS4 games <laughs> that I haven't uh, got around to playing. Uh, Ghosts of, uh, I can't remember how it's pronounced, Tsushima? Satsuma. Satsuma. Ghost of Satsuma. No, Ghost of Sashimi. <laughs> no, 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 Ghost of Satsuma. Tsushima. 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 Yeah. Ghost of Shishima. Right. So, yeah, I should definitely go back and uh, give that a go. That's my most intrigued one. Um, yeah, I'm not bothered about Last of Us. Not bothered about Days Gone. I think that's pretty much it then, of all the exclusives. Probably. You yeah. work through them all. Well, yeah, yeah I mean, um, I've played most of them over the years as they've come out. Cause true. Yeah. But, yeah, I, um, there are a couple of others, but we'll talk, I'll talk about them when we do our next recording because they're... They're spooky, scary time. Are they? Yes. Ooh. Uh, it's going to be a Halloween cast. Yeah, it's quite funny, but I can't. Or cast a ween. When was the last time you were scared by a video game? Um, there were. Uh, well, the thing I've played to chat about on our Halloween cast actually did give me a couple of jump scares. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's cool. So, uh, but we'll, we'll talk about that in a week. And now you're all in suspense. Yeah, because I'm going to play this game that you're talking about again. <laughs> mm. But different to you, and we're going to talk about how yeah. the how it varied. Yeah. So, uh, and I'm I may also uh, around that time uh, play the new the new the new one. Yes. 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 Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. This guy's so meta now, man. Yeah. Okay, I'm even confusing <laughs> um, but, myself. Sorry, you did say you've been playing a bit of C, the old CRPG gaming. Yeah, it? I have. I've I've tried to dip into Divinity Two. Okay. But not. Not a, not a lot. I'd say I've probably played two or three hours past the tutorial area, but at what seems like another tutorial area, which for a game like that, I don't really mind because they can be overwhelming. I played in. some Divinity uh, 1 okay. I bought on PlayStation, um, and I played a fair few hours of it, I'd say, but I kind of drifted off at some point. I can't yeah. remember exactly why. So far... I think I've, it was just a really hard bit of combat. Uh, the only real bit of combat it's let me have complete free reign on has been incredibly difficult, but I'm pretty sure I'm not supposed to be at it yet. Okay. Because I only have two of my party members, and it's right, against right, like right. three or four yeah. people. It's really hard. But um, it's the it's the writing and the voice acting is where it seems to seems to shine at the moment. I remember the writing in the first one was pretty good as well. Well, the fact that that you have like I mean you can create your own character to play as, or you can pick one of six. And your party will be consisted of said six characters, which all have their own races, voices, storylines set. 
Okay. But then you can pick whichever one you want to play as, and you can pick any class that they are. And then everyone else, as you find them, will kind of talk to you in conversation and say, well, I like being a fighter, but if you want me to be a this or a this, and it'll be two similar things to a fighter, like a paladin or something. Oh, okay, that's cool. Yeah, no, it's yeah. a really good way of... Because then you can write the characters properly and have them be that character, yeah, no matter what. Yeah. Okay, like, there's a... There's an there's an elf and under I don't know a lot about them at the moment. I've only just met them, but there's no, like yeah, an, I couldn't tell you much about that universe either, sir. There's an undead elf who like walks around looking like a skeleton. There's okay. like a seven foot tall lizard dude <laughs> who's like really some prince who's just really bothered about etiquette and cleanliness and stuff. There's your requisite female archer type elf and uh there's a guy with a shield who really reminds me of the guy from Black Wall from uh, okay. Dragon Age. So that's what I wanted to say with those kind of um, th- those kind of games. You've got a bit of that tongue in cheekiness, campiness yeah, there's a little characters bit of that. to make it work properly. Yeah, so, yeah. It has an air of a whimsical D and D adventure, which probably is exactly what it needs to it be. Should, I mean, isn't aren't they the company that's made the New Borders Gate? Yeah, yeah. Which is I don't know a lot about, but my brother has it, and he still can't play co-op because it's really like. Buggy. He's in early access, isn't he? It's not access. properly released yet. Yeah. Um, there are some bits that are just kind of unplayable, I think. Yeah, I'm intrigued by it because it's, it's, I've never managed to get into the old Baldur's Gates because they're based on old D&D systems. Yeah. But this one is based on the 5th edition, which why we've actually played a bit of. So, yeah, I might be able to... It's not cheap. It's like 50 quid, I think. Oh, yeah, I'm not getting the early access. Bugger that. For £50? Yeah, no. Like what? Well, I mean, technically, you're going to have a copy of the main game when it comes out, which will probably be £50. But, that, but that's a lot for that main game anyway, I feel. Yeah. £50? Yeah. Well, I've, I've got a PS5 coming. They're going to be yeah, £70. Yeah, you need your £70 so. copy <laughs> of Demon Souls you're going to have to buy next week. <laughs> uh, is it next week? No, it's not next week for the console. I believe it's the 19th, is it not, for mm. the PS5 over it? Yes. And the... Tenth for the Series X, so I've got two weeks. You've got three. Mm. Yours comes out to say. In fact, the PS5 comes out the same day as Cyberpunk, doesn't it? Not. I in can't play it on that anyway, right? You can play it, and it'll run in like a boosted mode. Okay, I might get it on PC anyway. That's Cyberpunk. what I'm planning to do: is get the uh, the Xbox version running. Just, just just check in. It is getting a it Still is there. getting a patch later down the line though. Yeah. For the new consoles, so. <clears throat> but like I say, if you've got the option to play it on PC anyway, and the, yeah. I'm still. Kind of undecided. Mm-hmm. I don't. Really, I can't really find figure out. I don't know. Well, the difference is for me that like, I obviously like we were saying earlier, your kind of PCs in your main gaming area, where mine's in a different room, so I've got kind of a different experience playing on PC. For Cyberpunk, I want to just be able to. My experience varies from console to PC by about. 45 degrees. Yeah. <laughs> moving my head from one side to the other. I mean, so I'm going to spend a lot of hours playing Cyberpunk, and I feel like I need to spend yeah, yeah. hours on the sofa. That makes sense. Like, so. I'll spend a fair amount of time sprawled out on my bed like some kind of neckbeard Warcraft from South Oh, Park I thought you guy. were going to go inside like, I don't know, opulent Persian prince or something. What, playing cyberpunk? Yeah. Yeah, that's that's the dream. I'm not there yet, though. <laughs> Smoking your hooker. I haven't found anyone to Inviting feed me Inviting members grapes. of your harem in. <laughs> also, we don't live in a country where really big palm leaves like that are easily accessible what, for palm, someone to fan palm, me. Palm fronds. Is that what they're called? Yeah, the big... I want one and I can't just go out and get one can I we don't have palm trees here we live in miserable grey England I'm sure you can get palm from somewhere people you can grow palm trees I think on the south coast I believe it's important to me though that I have that and have someone feeding me individual grapes well, I mean the grape thing can happen can I definitely do that. need them both to happen yeah. What if we just get you like a prop palm front that you won't have to keep replacing? 
Oh no. Yeah. Otherwise you have to get a new one all the time and it kind of like withers. Then you'll get a new one that withers. Come on, man. Yeah, I guess. Come on. We're role playing me being some kind of hedonistic nutcase who just loves. <laughs> do you know what I mean? I want it to be proper. <laughs> is this the character you're going to play as in Cyberpunk? You want to go do any, you want to go do any missions, but it's like, nah. I'm gonna, no. I want to sit here and get fanned with a palm frond. In Cyberpunk, I imagine that the sort of the couch I'm sitting on is floating and probably probably like an AI or something. Yeah. Like an know, augmented human who it, works as a couch sometimes. It's not, yeah, it's not technically like a palm frond. It's, it's a woman with a cybernetic arm with a palm frond <laughs> attachment. Just kind of... Well, you're kind of pigeon yourself, pigeonholing yourself into one job. It's replaceable. That. You can change it depending on the job. Yeah. Like who designed an arm that's just a giant palm frond? <laughs> silently crosses that off of my list talking to the old timer you said you've been playing a bit of Deus Ex as well uh, like barely like mm. maybe like an hour and so again that's like, I didn't have much experience with the Deus Ex franchise and I thoroughly enjoyed that last one they put out I liked the one before it a lot played a lot of that see I didn't play that one that's Human Revolution right yeah, yeah. I played it I played it when it came out and I beat the bosses yeah I beat the bosses. Oh, that's the right. Broken that, bosses. That, that was just the one. Let you do anything. That was the one where basically people were saying if you pick the wrong build, you just couldn't get past the bosses. It's right? not even that. Like the game makes various mentions that going stealthy and not killing anyone and being non-lethal was probably the best way of going about it. And then throws a boss fight at you, where you have to leverage all of your combat skills that you don't have any of. Yeah, yeah. And no, I, I remember that. that there was a fir- the first boss was in just a big empty room with a few pillars, and. I just remember walking around the pillar, basically just with him on the other side of the pillar so he couldn't shoot me. And every now and then I'll just throw a grenade because I found some on the floor. <laughs> I just, just do that until he died. <laughs> oh, that's good. Yeah, no, I, I really like Mankind Divided. It was an interesting little game. I found it quite fun having all the different options to kind of like tackle uh, missions. Really, really nice environments as well. The kind of hub city of um, Prague, is it not? Yeah, yes. Yeah, that's, that's lovely to wander around. Loads of stuff going on. Quite feels very like populated. Yeah, I'll get round. I'll get round some play. I might even do it when I get home tonight. We'll see. Mm. We'll see. It runs like crap on PC. Which is weird, yeah, because then you you can't even brute force it to. And it's one old. One. Yeah. It's now. Confusing. I mean, yeah. I, it didn't run particularly well on PS4. I have to say, when like, I played it, it's, uh, I mean, I've recently just upped the performance of all of my things in my PC as well apart from the CPU I turn off well I, w- I would love to see another one of them if uh, yeah who, um, wrote, who wrote it is it Ubisoft or Squeenix 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 okay. it's IDOS right y- yes I think I think it did yeah it's Square Enix because it made me want to it, it said you want to sign up for a Square Enix account when I went <laughs> open the game did you no I, not, I already have one. Surely you've got a Squenix account. Yeah, for but something. I can't remember all of my details because yeah, the but thing most is, right? Of, most... I get, I get these things. Oh, you're playing up. it on PC, yeah? Yeah, I was going to say on console, it all just stores that information and logs it against you. But own. I sign up for something, and then inevitably down the line, it asks me to sign back into it, and I've forgotten the password, so I change it to like a password I know with a little difference, and that's just led me into just I don't know. Yeah, like, then, yeah, it's like, I'll sign this thing, and I can't remember which one. And then one by of, the time you need to log in again, you've forgotten it. That, that variant yeah, of my yeah. password. So I, It's I've basically like, just, it's essentially just two-factor authentication, <laughs> but like, you know, <laughs> caused by your own forgetfulness. <laughs> well, yeah, I just, I, I don't even bother signing into them things anymore. I did get the Ultimate Edition, 
which comes with like a bunch of Praxis kits and oh yeah yeah I, I played the PS Plus version it was given out so I didn't have all that extra stuff I don't know if I've won it a lot of that's like, just game breaking right exactly yeah. you've made the game not with that stuff mm. did you get any DLC because I know there's a bit yeah of DLC. it's got all of it it's oh, all yeah there's a couple of bits of DLC that I didn't play it's got like a couple missions. I think it's two okay. two extra DLCs like story ones no that's cool yeah it's uh, I'll get around to I'd, it. I wish you well with that because, as I say, I thoroughly enjoyed it. So I hope you've completed it by the next time I speak to you. Uh, highly doubtful. Yeah. Even though it's quite short, right? I've read. Depends on how you play. I think I had a, I played a decent game time. Like okay. I expect a game like that to be like 30, 40 hours. I think I might have had that much time of it. There's a, it depends on how much you explore. Because if you want, if you explore every environment you go into and find all like the subquests and the characters you can talk to and all the extra hidden items and stuff, you, you could spend a lot of time with it. But if you just rush to the objective every time, yeah, it probably is quite short. I do look around. Mm. Look it's worth looking around because I found some really helpful stuff. Like, well, I've recently <clears throat> been kind of I haven't played that much of it I did like the first two levels which is quite a, a couple of hours at least of like the original one mm. on PC that's the same like it's proper open that's the old old school old old one yeah the the like early one. 2000s yeah it looks yeah. terrible yeah I've not played even <coughs> those ones but it's time. really open like the levels are huge it asked me to go and talk to my superior officer but I just turned around and wandered around the whole building hacking into people's emails and finding shit in drawers and well, that's cool you don't have to do any of that stuff yeah. but Oh, well, yeah, I should look into it. I, I, there was a bit in Human Re- Revolution where it did that. It was like, go this way, something really bad's happening. And I'm like, computer game, mate. I've got no time limit. But I started rifling through drawers and then some guy came on the comms and was like, what are you doing? You fucks it. They're all dead. Yeah, something like that happened to me in Mankind Divided oh, as well. Like, yeah. Um, <laughs> was, yeah. Like, there was a mission like that in Wasteland as well, actually, where like you, when you leave Colorado, you've got like two different emergency calls for different situations, you have to choose what one you go to. Um, and you actually got like an achievement for the mission, so I assume there are two different paths through the game. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, that was intriguing. I don't know. I like to look at everything before I leave. Yeah, I do as well, but I also like the fact that the games factor that into their like gameplay and writing. I mean, if I'm brutally honest, I just reloaded. <laughs> so, <laughs> this is the equivalent of one of those adventure books you just hold the finger on the page. Doesn't count. Doesn't yeah. count. Yeah. Wasn't finished looking. Uh, no, I don't. Yeah, obviously you haven't played it enough, so probably haven't done some of the bigger choices. That well, uh, between now and when we end up doing this again, I'll probably play both both of the concurrent spooky games that I'm playing. Spooky. Yeah, it's pretty spooky. Well, are they spooky though? I don't, I don't know. know. We'll, we'll find, find out. out. Exactly, <laughs> but like that, like, like, like I asked you I earlier. I did know that, like I think, like the first four or five nights of Freddy's are coming in a yes. pack to Game Pass. I, I made a note of that because I'd like you to play it. And I, I, yeah, I'll have a look. I don't know what day they're coming on there, but it's before Hello, Hello Cast, and yeah. I, yeah, that'd be quite funny. Mm. I give you five minutes before you find it that uncomfortable. That you just not scary or well done, just <laughs> uncomfortable. <laughs> That's how I find them. I was looking at the scary films to watch. I mean, I've never been a big horror fan. Of this is another thing. What's the last time, yeah. the last film you watched that was scary? Well, I'm not particularly big on Halloween either. I was kind of just like... Well, I've watched that. a lot of what Hollywood seems to think should scare me. Yeah. Especially in recent years. I've all of The Conjurings, all of Insidii, all of... Insidii. <laughs> the one with uh, Ethan Hawke. Oh, where he's, there's like a picture that comes alive or something. I've seen them, mate. I'm they're not go, good. I might just go back and watch some kind of classic slasher. Yeah, again, they're not really scary, but... No, but at least they're funny. I think when I first watched The Blair Witch, that scared me a bit. 
Oh, I haven't seen that in years. Though. I think it's just because yeah. it's so like just dirty looking and cheap. Well, yeah, they had that going for. Well, they had the, the bit at the beginning where they're like, right, so you've got this cheap camcorder. I've got a slightly better, proper filmmaking camera, and the whole film is from those two actual cameras. Mm. And her camera looks like shit. Looks like your old, looks like your dad's home video. Uh, it's a weird to think back in you know, different sort of eras and like the tech they would have had back then. Cause well, that was, was just that was that like late um, 90s, early 2000s, Blair Witch. Yeah, mm. but that was just consistency. That was like, this is what we're using, and yeah. they use it, and it's good. Whereas you have a film like M. Night Shyamalan did a found footage film called The Visit. and uh, Is it The Visit or The Strangers? It's one or the other. Anyway, uh, there's bits where like, the children have got these little cameras, like, right, I'm going to film with this. And then it cuts to the angle from that camera, and it's some incredibly expensive-looking proper production <laughs> shot. And you watch the behind-the-scenes things, and it's a bloke who's wearing a whole rig on his chest. This massive camera, like. I did kind of like that with... Um... It was uh, Chronicle where they kind of dealt with that conceit quite early on. They were just like, yeah, yeah the guy was making the camera float behind him yep. to film all the scenes. It's fine, at least you explain yeah. it and it makes sense in, in context of the Talk film. about stuff being of a different era. When was the last time you watched Spaced? It actually wasn't that long ago. Yeah, no, I watched through again and I'm like, um, Netflix again this week just for like background stuff to watch. It's like, I forget how much of a different era that show was from. Yeah. No, no one has any mobile phones, the internet's barely mentioned. Like. <laughs> <laughs> the just, flat, their flat costs ninety pound a week. <laughs> I don't like watching it because it so painfully reminds me of being young. A certain era, yeah. yeah. So I am now so much old. When I first watched Space, I was younger than those characters by about ten. Years. <laughs> now I'm older than those characters by about ten years. It's way it's disturbing. <laughs> it makes me feel even worse when I see a picture of like Simon Pegg. He looks old. Yeah, but I mean his hairline was receding even when he was filming that. True. If you notice, like, yeah, yeah, so, yeah. Jessica Jessica Hines. Looks, she's aged better. I've not seen her in much Still recently. Still looks like she's, a human woman. Uh, yeah, to be fair, she hasn't, um, she didn't really go on to as big things, did she? No, not else really. That? She did that uh, Olympics thing. Yes. Uh, 2012? Yeah, and was she in the off as well, that W1A? Possibly. Yeah. Um, yeah, she's been in a few things on BBC, but yeah, compared to obviously like Peg Frost and Riot, what he did for their careers. Yeah. I do definitely want to see more Edgar Wright stuff. I feel like he doesn't yeah, make he anywhere doesn't, near enough yeah. stuff. Make more stuff. He didn't do something last one night in Soho or something. Last night in Soho, one night in Soho. That's his new film that's coming out, I believe. Oh, okay, so I'm not, not sure what out. kind of film it is. Uh, but yeah, I, 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 I don't, that's all I know about it. I believe that's what he's working on. I would watch it. Wherever. There is a series coming to Amazon Prime next week with Frost and Peggy, and isn't there Truth Seekers? Yeah, I did see that. Yeah, I've not seen a trailer or anything, but I'm intrigued. So, Again, yeah. it's got them both in it, so it might be all right. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, is it is it the two of them, or is it the two of them plus uh, Edgar Wright's direction? No. Yeah. Don't think it'd be that. We would have heard about it. Maybe it is that, secretly. No, no, I mean in terms of quality. <clears throat> oh, no. No. Like, Paul was all right, but not the same. Yeah, that's true. I forgot about that. But that was enjoyable enough, Paul. Yeah, it was, yeah. 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 But, no, you know. So, they, they, yeah, the it'd be nice to see them two back together. Doing a TV Have show. they done anything together apart from that hilarious tiny little video they did right at the start of lockdown? I didn't even see that. That where they were playing their Shaun of the Dead characters. Didn't they do um, that Slaughterhouse Rules film yes. as well? Was that? Were they both in that, or did they, they just were. produce it? I didn't see it. No, I've not seen it. No, mm. maybe I will watch that for Halloween if it's still on anything streaming. I'm just gonna watch. I don't even know what. What scary film shall I watch? I don't know. It doesn't have to be scary. It could just be... It does! Yeah. It like, does. We've established there's not many scary films. 
Well, I mean, the idea of watching something like Fifty Shades of Grey scares me. Well, there you go. Watch that. Oh, no. Put yourself in some real masochism, just like she does. It's not real masochism, though, is it? I, I mean, if I really wanted to watch the masochism, I feel like that's like the cheap cop-out version of masochism. So you're just going to go and watch some proper hardcore BDSM yes. and pull up. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and, yeah. It's be so scary. With Ben's plan for the next week finished, I think we're probably done. You may be on your own next time. <laughs> yeah. Or you so, get lost uh, in my do thoughts. Do us next time on Final Save Point where Ben will be reading his review of the kink.com back catalogue. <laughs> like, that's a lot of pull you're going to need to get through in the next like, week, Ben. Luckily, I've got a pretty open diary. So. <laughs> hey. Right. Okay, So, cool. yeah. This is Mark saying, laters. Yeah, cheers. Bye. Bye.